Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again, bienvenidos to another episode of Fuel Pasión Podcast, season numero tres, which we are so excited that you can be able to listen and really, I hope you can hear in the background and to be able to appreciate and enjoy true, authentic, así como música afro-cubano o cubana, with a little twist of a little Haitian in there in the background. So I wanted to just kind of let this play out because right now, and as you may have seen on the news, que ha habido un gran, gran, just a really big pushback de tener libertad en Cuba. And for many that you may or may not know, if maybe you have not known about everything that's been going on, the dictatorship in Cuba, there's a lot to unpack here. And I think... For a lot of us, it's really to understand, okay, I see what's happening. And again, we see social media, so much information is put out there. So where are we and what does it really look like? So I actually made a video. So if you go to my Instagram, it's C-N-O-H-A-N. And I always post a video every Friday. I call it Fio Pasión Friday. And the reason for this video was and I never do like a hot topic trending video. I may talk about it because, for example, when I think about our black brothers and sisters, our Asian brothers and sisters, that even our brown brothers and sisters, that to me is is algo como común. It's a, it's a common good fight that we continually push forward when we think about diversity and equity and inclusion. Pero I also know that this is something that's kind of new for some people and maybe they just never investigated and done a true educational approach of understanding. And, and here's the thing. When I think of our pillars here at this podcast, I always mention we love about we love to be able to share about cultura in every aspect, however you think of culture. I also like to share, uh, you know, faith, why I do believe in God and why there's these moments when we think about community and faith. But then I also talk about as a business professional in the work that I do, networking, a.k.a. connecting with others and having these amazing relationships and understanding conexiones, that is huge. And for me, I'm blessed to have so many colleagues and friends that are Cubanos or Cubanas that have given me the opportunity to be able to understand and learn really the struggle that they've been through or that they've made it here to America but yet they are still trying to fight a good fight from afar. So I hope you guys can enjoy this video uh, via audio. And I've never, I've done this before, but I've done it where you couldn't really tell. But in this case, I will be referencing, you know, for example, I'll be like, as you can see on screen, you know, and clearly you're not going to see it. But if you do want to see it, uh, check it out. It's on YouTube. It's on Instagram. But more importantly, um, I you so I I've recently read a book which I I'm going to mention and I hope that it allows you to really understand you know our approach and how do we understand everything that's going on in Cuba and and just in life in general because again I do make reference to other situations so enjoy it and um it it's, it's not a one and done and I hope that I can re Here's my commitment to each and every one of you that are listening. My commitment is that I will ensure to have someone on to be able to give the storytelling. Because here's the thing. When I think about storytelling, a big part of storytelling is understanding who the audience is. In this case, Cuba 
it's people that want freedom, that wants to, this is not about this embargo. No, this is about actual, like, human race of just having this freedom to do so many different things. And I think a lot of times as a storyteller, here are these people that are trying to tell their story through music, through video, and, and really through just the good fight of walking the streets. Many times we as the audience, in order, especially for my storytellers out there, in order for you to be a great storyteller, we need to learn to listen, to be a sponge, to be able to process what we've just taken, and then be able to chop it up and then to be able to present it and share what we have learned. And if we are limited to a certain extent, to be able to then push that over to someone else. So, and that's someone else being maybe a professor, uh, a teacher, or, or whoever that could be that can help us when we think about in this particular case what is happening in Cuba. So, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoy and we will be closing it out. And yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of like my thing for you guys. So, as always, we're going to go ahead and let that beat drop. And in three, two, one, dale. But more importantly, I always have to do so myself. Just in case this is your first time watching, my name is Noan El Boricua and I'm honored that you can join us and watch in this video. And here's the thing, for all of our amigos, amigas, uh, maybe friends and family that you know of, of Cuban descent, I have a special thing that I want to present. So just, you know, the question is how can we help our Cuban brothers and sisters? You want to just hold on for a second because I think I can guide you in the right area and it's a it's a total effort of a partnership that I had to just validate to make sure because como siempre like always we got to make sure we know where we're putting our money where we're donating to make sure it gets to the right places where it is most needed so with that being said hold on for a little bit and I just want to really share say thank you so much yo for real like this season three podcast that we've done on all plat platforms you know Apple Google Spotify whatever that looks like for you I want to say gracias because we're only a couple episodes in and it's crazy because of the fact that first of all if you saw the post uh, I recently posted that we had a thousand downloads uh, this has been about a year in a few months right pero como siempre it's about perseverance is siendo pa'lante it's really having fun with this each and every day. And I wanted to kind of share in context of understanding because I had the opportunity. Some people were asking me, hey, Noan, when it comes to leadership, when it comes to being a storyteller or whatever that looks like, they wanted to know some resources. And I wanted to give you guys one real quick. And um, that is this book right here. And this is Rare Leadership in the Workplace. I hope that you guys will consider. This is by Marcus uh, Warner, Jim Wadler. They wrote this book. Dude, super thin, as you can tell. Really thin book. It's a quick read. It is, look, hi, look, I know I always read a lot of books and I'm always suggesting a lot of different books, but you guys trust me on this. This is one, again, it's rare leadership in the workplace uh, for uh, uncommon habits, how to improve 
uh, focus, engagement, productivity. One of the chapters that I want to share that I hope can tie this together and what's going on. And uh, again, I want to pause here. This is not just Cuba, but even uh, our Ethiopian people, even I think in South Africa, Johannesburg, even in uh, Haiti, like there is a lot of unrest in many countries around the world, even here in our backyard in America. And it's okay, right, when it's good civil unrest of like trying to get word out there. And I, again, I will focus on Cuba just because, you know, they are our neighbors. And, um, you know, I had a friend of mine that reached out to me and asked me to really just kind of share my thoughts on how we can help. And this is the reason why I wanted to kind of share that story of Cuba, uh, really small. But uh, I also know that there's many other countries that, again, are trying to make positive change, right? Uh, positive outcomes para seguir adelante, to be able to go forward and bring the right change uh, for the people of different countries around the world that are going through some uh, moments. So, mi oraciones, my prayers uh, for each and every one of those countries. Y, you know, que siguen, que siguen, uh, you know, la lucha, keep fighting the good fight, as they say. And I hope that you guys understand my approach to this. This is nothing political. This is just humanity. This is just trying to get the right resources and trying to build the next generation of leaders. We all know that everyone deals with problems. And one of the things that we need to understand that when we think about being a leader, I know you're a leader. So when we think about being a leader, how do we remain relational? Again, my personal three pillars in life are be genuine, authentic, and relational. And what I love about this book in chapter four, if I'm correct, it is chapter four, is that they speak about remaining relational. That's the title of the chapter. And for me, the idea in this book by the authors, it speaks about like, you know, what separates a mature leader from a sandbox leader. Again, I don't want to give too much away. I always say, get the book, support, and, and find out more. But if you guys do want to know more about my ideas behind what I think of this book, let me know. Like, shoot in the comments. I'll be more than happy to do, like, a review on the book. But it speaks about mature leader and a sandbox leader. So with that being said, what does that mean and how does that look like when we think about problems and remaining relational? Great question. One of the biggest ideas is how do we keep relationships bigger than problems? Una vez más. How do we keep relationships bigger than problems? And I think this idea in this chapter of this book, when it talks about a mature leader, it's really cool because they go into this scientific concept of the brain where it's this, uh, they call it like this dimmer switch mode where it's either like you either switch it when you see joy, uh, positivity, good things, or our brain, this is an active scientific thing actually can switch off when it sees, uh, you know, problems or challenges that can actually turn off our joy. Very interesting. So I'm going to read this because I, it, this is just, they say it better than me. All right. So, uh, here, here's what it say. Quote, it says, relational circuits in the brain. So I wanted to read this because it talks about RCs. RCs is basically relational circuits, uh, specifically in the brain. And, it, and it's quote, the fast track is home to the relational circuits in your brain. When these circuits are on, we are naturally remain relational and we act like ourselves. When these circuits are shut down, we lose access to action center aka the captain at the top of the fast track as you may recall the action center is a part of the brain that thinks itself as me i should have set the alley up on this because this was spoken earlier in the chapter my fault we carry on quote 
If we lose access to this part of the brain, we will handle emotions and relationships in a way that is not like us or relational. I'm going to pause. So the idea later on in the chapter is how do we control the the switch, the dimmer switch? Well, <laughs> this is great. You know, we love desserts in our house and I love because there's an actual acronym. And maybe for some of you professionals out there or some students in college or business school, you may have heard of this actual acronym. The acronym is CAKE. Now, don't go the wrong route when I mean Yo, check out the cake. Really, what I love about it is that cake is something that's super very interesting that we see. And the acronym is, and I'll put it here on the screen for you guys, is the following. Curiosity, appreciation, kindness, eye contact. Again, curiosity, appreciation, kindness, and eye contact. Now, why do these authors mention this whole concept of like understanding cake? That is a great question, Noan. Going back to the switch. If we want to switch on joy, being relational, having these great you know, solutions to the problems in whatever situation that you may be in, in a leadership concept, or maybe you're not a leader. I think you're a leader, but maybe you feel that you're not. I want you to understand, we need to focus on the problem of getting the RCs back on, right? Again, it's the, the circuits in our brain, like how do we get back to that joy? But then it's also understanding the acronym of CAKE. So these are some solid questions and this is the simplicity approach that I leave with you. And here are the questions. Is there anything in this conversation about which I have genuine curiosity? Is there anything about this person that I appreciate? And is there any way that I can show some kindness? And then you focus eye contact on the person again to re-engage and turn the switch on. I want to close with this. It's time to turn the switch on for all of our Cuban friends, hermanos y hermanas. And we need to be able to approach this curiosity, this appreciation, the kindness, and the eye contact to be able to be relational in the moment in crisis that Cuba is going through right now. Look, in the top of this video, this introduction, I presented, you know, uh, a mini djembe and, you know, percussions have always been for me. I've always said that music is a universal language that everyone can understand. People that know me, I've always said that the backbone of any band is the rhythm section. In este caso, in this case, los percusiones, the percussions, that the beat, the Afro-Cuban, is something that really expresses itself in one of the most beautiful ways that I highly recommend you check out YouTube or Google just to be able to see the beauty of what this country brings when it comes to music. Y algo muy, muy lindo viendo esta música. So I want to be able to recommend that, hey, how can we support how can we help? Well, there's an actual website that I actually found out and I hope that you guys can check it out. And the website is friendsofcaritascubana.org. And I'm gonna read some of the things that this organization, and shout out to Ruslan because Ruslan, uh, he's a YouTuber, uh, hip hop artist. He actually posted this and it allowed me to go because I've been trying to find the right organization. Look, if you know of an organization that's making immediate impact in Cuba to be able to get the right resources out, and we know there's a ton of things out there that they need. Yo, please let me know uh, in order for me to be able to have the right contacts. Uh, I know a lot of missionaries, a lot of nonprofit organizations that are just willing and ready to what they can and, you know, find out what they can't do. Let me know. But the beauty of what I love about this uh, organization is really um, supporting senior citizens, supporting children with autism and other disabilities, and 
just health services, humanitarian efforts, but also understanding that they uh, assist people, even uh, people with AIDS, something that many of you know my story with my mom, uh, that just kind of hits home for me. So I hope that you guys can check it out. Y como siempre, uh, this is part of the cultura. Cultura is kind of, no, look, I never bring up kind of like a hot topic of what's going on and trending in the world but this one kind of hit home and i only say that because a few years back you guys remember the big hurricane maria that happened in puerto rico and that to me was something that it, it just hit so close to me and i really wish i could have been there um i remember that my wife and i were planning to go that year to puerto rico uh from a trip that i was going on to panama and unfortunately, it didn't happen. Just, you know, I'm grateful for Angie Rose. Shout out to her because they actually made a, a great effort and we donated to their cause. And they went and, uh, you know, had these really cool generators that you can charge up. And it was really cool to see that. So if you guys know of any organizations, let me know. But again, I just want to, again, say, yo, libertad para nuestro cubano y cubanas. Y como siempre, es el SOS Cuba. And more importantly, let's continue to fight the good fight. And I hope, I really hope that we continue la cultura in educating ourselves and bringing awareness, being on the solid roca de fe, of faith, and more importantly, just reaching out to you guys. What are the connections, the conexiones that we can do to help all these families and people in need? Muchas gracias. Thank you so much for supporting. You can check us out also at our website, fieldpasionpodcast.com. Y oye, que Dios te bendiga. Una vez más, we just want to say thank you. Muchas gracias for listening to this episode. Now I know... It's not your typical storytelling episode three, but I hope that you understand some of the dialogue that I presented. Again, how can we be a great storyteller? Hopefully through the lens of supplying some cake where there is curiosity, appreciation, kindness, and as every great storyteller is, utilizing eye contact. It's something that's so important and we will go to our regular schedule program next week where we're going to be dropping our first official interview which was slated for this uh particular episode but just i think for me uh man there's always these times where i like i kind of get emotional but it's just that um you know when i think about god's love and i think about just humanity and you know the things that we have done for each other and the sacrifices that we've made in order to be able to make progress and to be able to go forward and nothing is perfect, right? There are ebbs and flows, highs and lows in, in all that we do. But I think that when I think about God and all that he continues to do for mankind, I hope that we can remember that. And again, you know, I, I just want to take you back to, you know, the, the nonprofit that I presented. Look, man, Caritas de Cuba, they've been helping this organization for over well they not they but they are the organization but more importantly they've been around for approximately 20 years where they've been serving you know los ancianos our senior citizens you know people with disabilities and and at risk people especially our children uh, in cuba and also just just overall they are so diverse in what they do so again if there's a charity that i can suggest that i've done my homework with it's Caritas de Cuba or of Cuba. And again, you guys can find their information on the website. I'll leave it in the show notes. That way you guys can see it as reference. But I hope you guys can enjoy us. I hope you guys can uh, join us. Man, the Puerto Rican in me just wants to keep arrancando. I just want to go, go, go. But I need to pause. And it's okay. So uh, have an amazing week. No matter what time of day that you're listening this episode to, remember, 
be curious, appreciate others, show kindness, and remember, always connect through eye contact. And more importantly, make sure you share that cake. Que Dios te bendiga y como siempre, always, always share this, rate us. We want to get better at what we do. We want to say thank you once again. Muchas gracias. Chao.